Fire it up. Texas Home Improvement is on the air with your host, Jim Dutton. Hi, Jim. Hello, Jim. Texas Home Improvement is brought to you by Due West Services. When you want the best, call Due West Sunburst Shutters, where beauty meets energy efficiency. More plumbing supplies, bath and kitchen show place. Man, you are just a world of knowledge, you know that? Thank you. America's Choice Windows, with 10 windows for just $36.80. Carrier, the official air conditioning and heating system of Texas Home Improvement. James Hardy Siding, the best siding on the planet. Ace Hardware, the helpful place. Call Jim now for advice, money-saving tips, and all your home improvement questions at 866-937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. And brought to you by Guardian Roof Systems. For all your roofing needs, Texas Remodel Team, your complete solution for home renovations. Carrier, the official air conditioning and heating system of Texas Home Improvement. And IQ Auto Buyers, the smart way to sell your car. And now, broadcasting live from the floor in the core studios. Please clap. Here's Jim Dutton. Welcome to Texas Home Improvement, your total home improvement source, 713-212-5874. That's the number to call, 713-212-5874. If you're outside the Houston area, Simply give me a call at 866-937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. Again, any home improvement question you have, feel free to pick up the phone, give me a call. I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is being made possible by Carrier. For ultimate home comfort, turn to the experts. Turn to Carrier. Alrighty, before I get started on most of the stuff that we always talk about, I want to wish my dad a happy birthday. It's going to be his birthday tomorrow, and he's going to be 79 tomorrow. So he's been around for a long time, and, and uh, I know i got a lot of people who listen who actually know him, and yes, he is still around, and if you want to call him, by all means, feel free. I know he likes to get those kind of calls, so I'm not going to put his number out because I don't want to get him overloaded but uh he is available now i also want to wish my wife a happy birthday because it's her birthday today so this weekend i get to take care of both things all in one weekend and uh you know she has to put up with a lot from me i'm i'm always doing something you you know how it is if you're a guy you're always in in trouble and um you know she's been with me for 32 years so she put she's put up with a lot. But I do want to wish her a happy birthday. All righty. 713-212-5874. Don't forget, you can also check out our website, thipro.com. That's thipro.com. There you can find all kinds of helpful information as far as where we're going to be, when we're going to be. You can check out our sponsors of the show, get phone numbers, all that kind of stuff. Sign up for our newsletter that goes out every other week on the upper right-hand corner. There's just a little tab there that you click. You can sign up to become a member, and that allows you to shoot an email to me. I answer all those emails myself, no staff members or anything like that. So, again, all that's available at thipro.com, as well as a video the video series from Overhaul for Hero, the Patterson Project. You can take a look at that also. But it's Saturday. It's time to take your calls and answer your questions. 713-212-5874. Let's go to Crosby first. And Barbara, this is Jim. How can I help you? Hi, Jim. I have carrier mini splits in my house. I've got eight inside and two units outside. And we've been in the house about five years, and they've been problematical for about half that time. People don't, uh, other uh, companies don't understand carrier mini split. I need yeah. the name of somebody who can come out and diagnose problems and work and deal with carrier themselves. There just doesn't seem to be many out there. Well, there's a lot of the uh, contractors haven't kept up with a lot of the stuff as it's been expanding. But if you want to call uh, my office, Due West Air Conditioning, uh-huh. uh, we've actually been keeping up with all that stuff, and we got several guys who could come out and service that for you. And uh, and 
diagnose and all of that good stuff. They, they, yes, they understand these little things, but they're great. They just, my carriers aren't aren't working properly. I have a Fujitsu that's never given me any problems, but the carriers, I think they weren't put in right. Thank you so much. Appreciate you bet. Okay, Take care. Oh, give me that number. Do oh, no problem. Number. It's uh, for Due West Air Conditioning, yeah. 713-475-0004. Thank you so much. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. And again, our number is 713-212-5874. That's 713-212-5874. If you're outside the Houston area, 866-937-0003. And talking about those mini splits, whether it's a carrier or one of the other brands, that is a direction that a lot of air conditioning is hitting or going, I guess I should say. Because you can have one outside unit, and then you got a head in different rooms of the house, and so you can control different temperatures in different rooms. Some of those units will handle multiple heads inside the house. It's just amazing at how you can control the comfort of your home that way. Because, let's face it, some people want it colder than others, and it gives you the ability to do that. So it's it's really a, a wonderful type system. And I think a lot of air conditioning is going to be headed in that direction as time goes on. Uh, but to, to say that the regular systems are going away, because I think they're going to be here for years to come, but it, it is a, something that is changing over, over time. It was used a, it's used a lot more in Europe than it is here, uh, much like the tankless water heaters started in Europe and it migrated here. These ductless systems are as well. Anyway, 713-212-5874. Ryan, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Hi, thanks for taking my call. You bet. I have a question about uh, water heaters. Um, we just moved to the area, and apparently around here, everybody puts their water heaters in their attics. Yeah. Uh, so so we, we had a, a basement before, and that's where the water heater was. So we had a leak, and it wasn't a big deal. Um, you know, now if there's a leak, it's going to get in our kitchen, uh, which is right above our kitchen. So I'm just wondering, is there, other than going tankless, is there any kind of a a way to contain that water uh, if there is a leak or any type of a, a system that will help prevent damage if there's a leak? There actually is both. Um, they make a pan that you can put under the water heater that holds, you know, if the water heater break, uh, gets a leak, it holds the water and drains it outside or, you know, to like above a window or door so that you can see that it's dripping, much like the air conditioning overflow does. The other thing they have available that goes in the bottom of that pan is a water sensor so that once water starts hitting in that pan and gets that sensor wet, it actually cuts the water off going to the water heater to minimize the water flow that you have. Okay. The uh, the sensor, though, it, it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't, if there's a, a leak in a 50-gallon uh, a water heater or whatever size it is, I mean, it will leak that entire amount. It won't shut it off some other way, is that right? Well, once you shut the water flow off to the water heater, though, the water is going to come out relatively slow unless the water heater blew up or something. Oh, the leak okay. is not – they don't typically just drop 50 gallons all at once. Okay. And so the if you, the pan that you have that sensor in is large enough, it'll catch the amount of water – and drain it out. It's it's not going to hold that water. It it drains it out so that it can handle all the water that comes out. Oh, okay. All right. And um, do you have a preference on on which one uh, works better? Oh, you use they they work hand in hand. You got to have both of them. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. You bet. Now, and Ryan, I want to caution you on one thing because you, you made a comment that you know besides getting a tankless water heater. A lot of people have in their head that once they go to a tankless, they don't have to worry about leaks. Plumbing can still leak, and a tankless water heater can leak as well. It's not a common problem, but it can happen. Okay. 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 All right. Thank you very much. You bet, Ryan. Take care. Again, our number is 
713-212-5874. That's 713-212-5874. Outside the Houston area, 866-937-0003. And, and I do want to address that with the tankless water heaters. You know, in the Houston area, a lot of our water pipes are overhead. Any pipe can get a leak at any time. A tankless water heater can also get a leak because you still got fittings, you still got pipes that are being heated up and all that stuff. So they can get a leak. The The fact that it's up in the attic, yeah, you're going to see it on the sheetrock and stuff. And I know a lot of people worry about flooding the house with it. Typically, all it's going to do is get some of the sheetrock wet and maybe some insulation. By that point, a lot of times you'll see it, shut the water off, and have it taken care of. Uh, so it's usually not a huge issue. But if you have the option, put the water heater in the garage where you don't have to worry about it. If it does break, the water runs out the front of the garage rather than flooding the house. The only thing you ought to be worried about then is what do you have on the floor that might get wet. But, you know, that's that's with anything. So I, I wouldn't lose a lot of sleep over that. Anyway, 713-212-5874. Let's talk with Guy. This is Jim. How can I help you? Sir, we purchased uh, in Houston, Texas, a Pure and Beam 1938 home. Uh, the electrical work at best is shoddy. <laughs> okay. Um, I've already got a larger because the panel box is an, it's an outdoor box and it is small. So I purchased uh, um, a 200 amp. Well, actually, I, I received a 200 amp from a customer of mine that's an outdoor box. So, uh, and I do have an electrician to install the box. Okay. Um, my question is. Um, all the breakers in the box are going to be 15s or 20s. Can I use a 310 to go from the panel box to the center of the room that I want to distribute my power to and have it all at one junction? It all depends on, on what you're going to run off of that. I mean, well, I mean, okay, so mo most rooms have a light switch and four uh, sure. receptacles, correct? Well, a 10-gauge wire is going to be a good size, heavy wire, so I'm not worried about that unless you're trying to run yeah. bigger stuff. And i got to take a quick break. I'm going to put you on hold. I'll be right back. He's building a huge wall between you and dishonest contractors. Here he is, Jim Dutton on Texas Home Improvement. And this portion of Texas Home Improvement is made possible by Rhino Shield. Now, if you're looking for a paint for your home so that you never have to paint again, you're looking for Rhino Shield because it's more than paint. It's a protective coating. Looks great and holds up like no other coating out there. You really got to check that product out. Now, when we left, I was talking with Guy. And Guy, are you there still? Oh, yes, there you I'm are. Here. Okay. okay. So you're talking about running a 10-gauge wire to the to, to a, a room and then having your lights and outlets run off of it, correct? Well, what, what I would like to do is, is normally from your electrical panel, it goes to one receptacle, then it, it just jumps from receptacle to receptacle, correct? Right. What, what I would like to do, because um, the company I work for, I can either get a 10-3 or 12-3. So what I would like to do is from the panel box, run a 10-3 into a distribution box right in the center of the room under the house. Okay. One line would feed four receptacles using 12-2 or 12-3. 12-3. Probably 12-2. 12-2 would be fine. And then the other line would feed the other four receptacles using 12-2. And then, of course, the light I would just connect, you know, add, add it to one side. So one would have five and one would have four. You get okay. where I'm going here? Yeah. Okay, my question is, is that code for Houston? I live inside city limits. Okay. For the code for Houston specific, you would have to actually check with them because each municipality has their own little tweaks that they do to the codes. In general, your wire sizes should be fine. How they yeah. want it junctioned together is another story. Your 12-2 that you're talking about using, yeah. I think you're going to find they're going to tell you 12-3. Okay. Well, that that's not a problem. Yeah. You know? uh, like I say, I can get whatever I need. It's all the same price for me, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. And and to use the only reason I would like, because I just find it very weird. I, I've always found it weird that, you know, you run to one 
outlet, and then you just keep on jumping to the next one. Wouldn't it make more sense to have a bigger feed to a central box and then just distribute it like a spider to wherever you want it? Well, they used to do water that way as well, and now with the uh, PEX plumbing, they are using a distribution system like that where they have a manifold and send uh -huh. it out to the different areas. So water is actually switching to that. On electrical, uh -huh. the main reason they do the daisy chaining that way uh -huh. is uh, it uses less material. Okay. Well, now, I mean, I can understand and, uh, if you've yeah. got a slab. But well, even, even, even on even on a... Uh, even on a pier and beam or block and base, because if you're going from a central hub and running out uh -huh. to each outlet, you're running a new line to each outlet. So yes, that, yes, you are. Uh, yeah. When you daisy chain them, it's just one running in the wall from one to the other, and so it uses less material. And the cost of copper get, is so high now, they're always looking for the, the easiest way to get it done. Yeah. Okay, so I just need to call the city to find out if that is permissible in my... Yeah, I don't think you'll have a problem with, with you know running the individual lines out it's just going to be uh -huh. a matter of how they want it done uh, they want it having done. that many wires coming into that one hub what i'm thinking they're going to tell you is yeah that's fine but you're going to have to probably have it Double where it's it. accessible yes well yeah you're probably going to have to have and you're probably going to have to have shutoffs on them uh -huh. and no i don't think i i think what they're going to tell you is it's not they're not going to consider it accessible being underneath the house that way i think they're uh -huh. going to tell you they want it up in a wall which means I'd have to run it, oh, in the wall, not in yeah, the attic. Yeah, where, where you have, well, someplace where you can have the breakers accessible. Okay. Because I think, yeah, because I think they're gonna, my breakers are all outside. But I think they're going to tell you when if you're going to run them all into a hub that way that they want it on breakers, not just everything tying together in that one box that way. Even if it's only four outlets, yep. four receptacles. I think, I think that I, I got an idea that's what they're going to tell you. But you'll need to check with the electrical department in the city to, to find out for sure. To find out what my options are. Okay, yeah. well, I thank you very much. You bet. Take care. You too. Have a nice day. Bye. Because it's different doing it that way. And uh, they get concerned with making sure that everything can be shut off. So, that you know, I, I got an idea that's what they're going to ask for. They don't. You don't want too many connections in one hub that way. And, and I got an idea that's why they're going to do it. 713-212-5874. If you're outside the Houston area, 866-937-0003. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call, and I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. And if you're on hold, please don't go anywhere. I will get to you in a minute. But before we have to take a break for news, traffic, and weather, I also want to wish Trey happy birthday from America's Choice Windows. Uh, his birthday is the same as my wife's birthday and uh trey and i have known each other now for uh several years and uh he's he's a he's a a really an upstanding great guy to do business with and uh you know if you're doing business right now with trey wish him a happy birthday he's he he, he needs it you know he's, he's doing uh, bodybuilding right now so he's in a competition so you probably won't reach him quite today because i know he's uh actually doing the competition today but uh, when you talk to him Monday, wish him a past happy birthday there. Anyways, we're going to take a quick break for news, traffic, and weather. We'll be right back with more Texas Home Improvement. For more Texas home improvement, get yourself online to THIPro.com. You can catch up on all the episodes of Overhaul for a Hero, sign up for our newsletter that has tons of tips and info, and lots more. If you have a computer and you don't know which buttons to mash, just ask your kids. They can probably hack the CIA. Here's more with Jim Dutton on Texas Home Improvement. And welcome back to Texas Home Improvement. This portion is being made possible by the best siding on the planet, James Hardy Siding. I do want to thank them for all they do for us here on Texas Home Improvement. Okay, let's get ready and head back to the call, 713-212-5874. We're going to talk with David. How are you today? I'm just fine, sir. I got a question to ask you in regards to our air conditioning unit. Okay. The main pan, you know, where the water drips out on the air conditioner up there? Yeah. Upstairs, 
I think it's rusted out or you've got some leaks in it down to the auxiliary pan. And the auxiliary pan doesn't look that good. Can that first pan be replaced? Typically, you know, the one that's built in the unit. Yeah, typically it can, or something can be done with it. Uh, it. It all depends on the you know make and model and all that kind of stuff. Okay. And so of course, can, the age. You know yeah. whether it's going to be worth putting that kind of money into it. Well, that's true. And m most of the uh, electric draw is in the compressor part outside. Correct. Most of what? Most of the electrical use of it. Of the air conditioner units all outside, isn't it? Yeah, the inside unit is, is really just a blower. Blower, okay. All righty. Well, I'll check with my local guy or check for DOS there. And for what it's worth, I recommended your company to my son for our air conditioner problem. Uh -huh. They came, came out, gave him a good recommendation why his light bill was so heavy and due to the air conditioner units and all. And we get with him and give him a price. So please with it. Good. Well, then why would you call somebody else? Well, that's what I'm going to probably call unless they can do this unit. Absolutely. Or redo the pan or whatever. Yeah. Because it's done overflowed once and caused me some problems in the bathroom. Yeah, you don't want to let it continue to do that. It fell out of that one section right in the bathtub. It was very comical. <laughs> of course, the air conditioner, the insulation fell down there when it dropped. It knocked the hot water heater, the valve on, and it just dripped, 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 filled the bathtub full of water, and I had a big mess to clean up. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. But I appreciate your information. I'll give Due West a call and see if I can fix this up. All righty, David. Take care. Appreciate it. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah, the, the unit that's up in the attic has uh, basically, it has the coils up there, you know, that get cold, and then the blower that blows the air over it to go out through your ductwork. So that's what the unit upstairs does. The compressor outside is what's actually doing all the pumping and all that stuff. 713-212-5874-866-937-0003. If you're outside the Houston area, let's go to Conroe and Ben. How are you? Hey, pretty good. Can you hear me? I hear you great. Okay, great. Hey, um... Uh got a four-bedroom, two-bathroom uh, house with a laundry room, and when the kids come in, the bedrooms are filled up and we run out of hot water due to the tank. We were thinking about going to these tankless water heaters you talk about. Can you tell me, do I need one for each room, or how do they work? How many? It works off how many fixtures you have. So how many uh, tubs, sinks, washing machines, and all that stuff? And then they size it accordingly. Um, okay, so it's one unit. Uh, in in many cases, if it's just a a home, yes, it's it's a lot of times just one unit. Okay, um, yeah, because where the bathrooms are, the hot water tanks over by the laundry room, which is the other side of the house. So you got a good you know long wait before the hot water finally sure. reaches you. Well, it's not that they can't be changed to have two units. It's just that's. You know, if if you're getting by with just one uh, tank-type water heater, you're typically going to have right. just one tankless. If you've got two stations and, you know, separate water heaters, then, you know, you would be looking at sometimes two tankless water heaters. So it really just depends. And there's other ways, though, that you can solve that problem that you're having. One would be to have a small tank over by the bathrooms. And when I say small, okay. I'm talking like a 10-gallon and then you put your tankless where the old tank was. Well, when you turn a faucet on or a shower, you're instantly getting hot water from that small tank, and that allows the water from the tankless to travel over to it. Once the hot water starts getting into the small 10-gallon tank, it shuts off again, and you're still getting continuous hot water. Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, come holidays and birthdays, you know, we've got the... Uh you know, two daughters, and they both have a daughter, so we've got, you know, up to six women taking morning showers, and after the fourth one runs out of hot water, it's not pleasant. Well, you just have to do like I have always done. You get up early, and you take your shower before they they get in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do, then get the heck out the house. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but, all right, but that those um, tankless ones, they're they they don't run out. You don't run out of hot water with those. No, sir. I've, I've I've got an electric tankless in my house, and a lot of people will say that 
all electrics aren't as good. Well, I don't have an option. I, my house is all electric. And Right, so is ours. Yeah, and uh, take a look at the Cisco. Uh, I believe it's S-I-S-C-O, I think is how they spell it. And uh, I have just, I've had it for three years now, and I've just been tickled to death because, you know, we got, uh, we'd installed a, a large tub in the house, and it would empty our right. tank. This tankless, oh, you, can, okay. you can fill that tub, and person after person can take a shower, whatever, and never run out. All righty. What was that name again? Cisco. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I enjoy listening to your program. Thank you, sir. Have a great weekend. You too, sir. Bye-bye. Again, 713-212-5874-866-937-0003. If you're outside the Houston area, don't forget to check out our website, thipro.com. That's thipro.com. There you'll find links to all the different sponsors you hear me talk about, people who can truly help you out with all your problems, as well as a place to sign up for our newsletter that goes out every other week. Again, that's THIPro.com. Some contractors are as crooked as a dog's hind leg, so slick they can talk a coon out of a tree, and slippier than an oyster in a bucket of Vaseline. Jim Dutton will run them off like a yellow jacket in the outhouse. Here's more with Jim on Texas Home Improvement. Hey, thanks for listening to Texas Home Improvement all over the state on great stations like KJCE 1370 AM in Austin, WBAP in Dallas-Fort Worth, that's 1080 WBAP, or 1080, that's 820 WBAP. Uh, In Granbury, Texas, KPIR 1420 AM, and of course, right here in Houston, KTRH 740 AM. And on Sundays, starting tomorrow, you can listen to us on 1080 KRLD in Dallas as well. So we'll be on Sundays from 2 to 4 starting tomorrow in Dallas. So if you got questions, just go to our website, thipro.com. It'll tell you where we're at so you can call in. All righty, 713-212-5874. Let's head back to the calls. Hey, Chuck, how are you? <laughs> Hello, Jim. Do you get to listen to those little vignettes that they play at the break? Did you I hear do. that last one? Wasn't listening to the last one, but, yeah, I do get to hear them. Man, they had me until I got to that thing about the oyster and the Vaseline, and that just completely. <laughs> I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> like I say, I, I, I'm, I'm still trying to get my, my, my head around that one. <laughs> anyway, that, that fellow that was running that spider web of electrical stuff, I hope he's still listening because I think he's – got some fascination with the fact that he's getting this free wire and he's going to end up spending a whole lot more on breakers and one thing and another to make this thing right. I hope to God he didn't think he was going to run uh, that uh, number 10 wire uh, off of a 50-amp breaker and then run everything out of that uh, sub-panel with no additional breakers. No, what he was talking uh, about doing is running it off of a 15 or 20-amp and then just running the electrical outlets that way. But like I said, I'm sure the city's going to require him to have a panel there with breakers on it for, for what he's talking about. You know, about. what in the world would he gain if he's got a 15-amp a, a breaker outside and he's running number 10 wire to that sub-panel and then running all those other – every circuit in there is still limited to a total of 15 amps. Yep. Well, there's – I mean, you could literally run all of that – you know, uh, parallel and not exceed a 15-amp breaker capacity. So all he's doing is wasting a whole lot of wire and and a, a, a breaker. The only way that he would gain anything at all if he really needed all those individual circuits to have a capacity of 15 or 20 or 30 amps or whatever each, Correct. he'd have to put individual breakers on all of those circuits. And, you know, I, I don't... I cannot imagine for the life of me, number one, what he would possibly gain, the way he described that thing. And number two, you're absolutely right. The city's going to take one look at that thing and say, hey, guy, we don't know what you're smoking, but you need to get an electrician to do this because you obviously do not really understand what you're doing here. 
Well, he did have an electrician, he said, involved to uh, actually do the wiring and stuff. He just had a supply to get wire is all. But what what in the world would you gain if you're going to run everything off a 15-amp breaker? You know, Lord, yep. we used to run 30 amps off 12-gauge. You know, I mean, I grew up in a house with two 15-amp fuses, and there wasn't any wire in the whole place that was bigger than 12-gauge. And we ran yeah. everything off of it. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. Like I say, what he's talking about scares me because I I just had a horrible feeling he was going to have, you know, like a, a, a larger breaker, 30, 40, 50 amp breaker. No, no. He, yeah, he was talking about limiting it to the 15 or 20 amp, but uh, I just don't feeding think the city's going to let him do that. Feeding that entire sub panel? What, what in the well, world he, but he's, that That's the thing. He wasn't talking about doing it as a sub panel. He was looking at having the 10 amp go into a, a box and then all the 12 amps come out of that box, no panels at all. And that's just not going to work. Well, and, and, and the other thing is there's absolutely nothing that he could plug into any of those receptacles that wouldn't be feasible just running the conventional sure. parallel 12-gauge to everything. Yep. I, I mean, you're still limited to a total of 15 amps. Yep, absolutely. It, 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 it's like running a quarter-inch water line to a two-inch uh, uh pipe, uh, you know, you're only going to get the capacity of that quarter-inch line. I mean, feeding it to a two-inch line is not going to improve anything. In fact, it's going to lower your pressure. Like I say, what he was talking about really scares me, and I hope to God he really, uh, you know, has somebody who knows what they're doing looking at this thing, because they're either going to tell him, look, man, this is dangerous, or... This is a horrible waste, even if the stuff's free. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like I say, it scared me. The The way he was describing this, I was just praying he was not going to try to run all that nah, stuff nah. off of a large breaker. All so, right. Well, Chuck, I appreciate you calling in. Okay. Well, like I say, I, I just, man, I had this horrible gut feeling that, that he was going to try to run all that stuff off of yeah. one big breaker. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, there's a house fire in the making. Yep. All right. Well, you have a great weekend. We're back to a man who doesn't need a fake tan, and his hairdo does what it's supposed to. Here's Jim Dutton on Texas Home Improvement. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is brought to you by Due West Foundation Repair. When you want the best, call Due West. And again, that's whether you want foundation repair, plumbing, or air conditioning. All righty. Uh, let's see here. I think we got time to jump in and get at least a question going on this next call here. So, Betty, how can I help you? Hi, Jim. Nice to talk to you. I Thank have a you. question about the breaker box. Yes. I've been told that our breaker box needs to be replaced. And do you have any idea? Is it is it imperative? I mean, is it going to make a difference in in the electricity in the home or? Uh, the biggest, what kind of break, do you, do you know what the old one is? No, but it's it's 35 years old. Okay. There were some breaker panels that were put out back in that time frame that are now, because some parts inside of them are deteriorating, are becoming a real fire hazard. And if it is one of those, that is the biggest concern, is the fire hazard of these old breaker boxes. Uh, okay. You'll spend a couple thousand to put in a new one. Okay, that's and, what I need to know, yeah. Yeah, and and then you don't have to worry about the fire hazard. It's not going to save you any electricity to speak of. It's simply to keep the house from burning down. I'm going to put you on hold because i got to take a break for news, traffic, and weather. And welcome back to Texas Home Improvement, your total home improvement source, 713-212-5874. If you miss any of the show, be sure to check out our podcast. It's available on iTunes or click the SoundCloud icon at THIPro.com. Now, again, the number to call, any home improvement question you have, 713-212-5874, and I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. I'm not sure, but Betty, are you there still? Yes, I am. I went out and looked at the box. It's it's F as in Frank, F-P-E. Okay. 
Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm betting that it's just time because of age and st as the parts start breaking down inside an electrical panel. Yes, uh -huh. it can cause some arcing and it can cause the the meter to run a little bit, but in general, the biggest problem is it becomes a fire safety hazard. Okay, and I, that's the reason to change advice. them. Okay, and I, I'm glad. Thank you for uh, helping me with the prizes because I've had. Couple of prices and they've ranged from one thousand to three, three thousand five. So, yeah, you're in the price. You're in the right price range. Uh, have they told you if you got a hundred amp or two hundred amp or, or what size service you got coming in? No, I don't okay. remember that. That's going to be one thing that you'll want to check because how old is your house? It's thirty six years old. Chances are your house was built with a hundred amp service coming into it. And Do this I want would. 200 then? I'm, I'm sorry? Do I want to change to 200? If you have the option, I would put in a breaker panel that you can upgrade to 200. Now, in order to get that, you would end up bringing in a, a new supply line to the house. And I'm not saying you need to do that right now, but uh -huh. as technology keeps changing, you know, if you think back 36, and I was just talking with Josh, uh, you know, my producer here, right. if you think about while we were on 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 the news break if you think about the technology changes since that house was built in 36 years mm -hmm. we weren't running flat screen TVs we were running just small little you know a 20 inch TV was a big TV right, we weren't right. we weren't running computers in the house we weren't running all these different electronics and as time goes on we keep adding more and more stuff so someday if not you somebody else may want to upgrade the service into the house and it'd be nice to have the right panel already in place. Sure, because like you know, take like you say, example is the cable. I mean that 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 service changes, you yep. know, every six months or so. Yep, absolutely. Okay, well, thanks very much. Appreciate it. You bet, Betty. Take care. Okay. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Seven one three two one two five eight. Seven four. It's not always what we need right this minute. Let's be looking towards the future, what's going to happen in the future, and what we may need as well. Carol, this is Jim. How can I help you? Well, good afternoon, Jim. I have two quick uh, questions. Uh, I need to, to find out if uh, your company does the root barrier. Yes, ma'am. Been doing them for the last, I don't know, 25, 30 years already. Okay, and what number would I, would I call? The number that is 713 475 that you gave out earlier? Uh, you could call that one or the for the it's the foundation division that actually would do the root barriers and that's 713 473 473 7156 7156 okay second question please uh-huh I need the uh, soaker hoses uh, placed around uh, uh, my house so yes. I can I guess with a timer or whatever turn them on ever so often you know once a day or twice a day whatever Right. Uh, yes. What number would I call for that? Same number. Same number. Great. Okay. That will help a lot. I'll call on Monday. Now, you were talking about uh, Hardy Plank, the uh, lap siding with the new breathable uh, insulation. I just had that put on my house, and it was really fantastic working, uh, I mean, watching the workers doing it. And uh, the house looks like it wasn't mine. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. It looks so good. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I, the, the nice thing about that insulation, not only does it help with the R value, to, you know, make it more energy efficient, it, it helps a little bit with sound deadening as well. Oh, yeah, it sure does, because I have the Reladen shutters in the house, which, of course, they had to come down, and they're now uh, going to be reinstalling them. So with that double whammy, with the shutters, I was always very quiet, so that ought to increase the quietness even more. Yep. Carol, yeah, I totally think and I called you and also uh, uh, Tom Tynan when that first uh, saw the ad in the paper, and you guys said, wait, we're going to a, a meeting with uh, Hardy Plank, and we'll find out, and then I called back, and you told me yes. It oh, yeah. Because I was so concerned that I would be putting uh, a solid piece of uh, that on my house, and all of a sudden it has mold all over the place. Yep. No, you shouldn't have any problems with it. I know. I know. I looked at them and I said, "Well, okay, that looks good enough to me. It has all the holes in it. It's breathable. Now I'm putting it on, and I'm glad I did." Very good. 
and I yeah. recommend it highly to anybody. The only thing is you're going to have to pick your pins because that is the one that is just primed. It doesn't come with the 15-year paint. Right. You have to pick the good paint and they're painted. Absolutely, and you know, you you hear me talk about that Rhino Shield that comes with a twenty-five year warranty on it, and uh, it once it's on there, it's done to stay. Yeah, because I picked the best paint uh, that uh, Sherman Williams had. Yep. It wasn't inexpensive, but uh, it has the same uh, your guarantees, so and it's yep. a double coat on, so it looks fantastic. Excellent. All right, and thank you for your wonderful show. I always look forward to two entertaining hours on Saturday. Well, thank you very much for listening, Carol. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Again, our number is 713-212-5874. I remember when Carol called because she actually called me twice uh, because I had a meeting with uh, James Hardy to to find out more information on that new sighting, and I, I loved it. Ron in Conroe, how are you? Well, I'm trying to find new and innovative ways to fall off a ladder. <laughs> well, let me give you just a couple that I've managed to do. In the... <laughs> uh, I don't need any help falling off a ladder. <laughs> My wife and I are building our final home out of the woods of Conroe. Okay. And I have been toying with the idea of a SIPS house. SIPS panels. Uh-huh. And I remember hearing you mention that, that for in our climate, you don't recommend to use the roof the roof panels. And was wondering what the reasoning was. Is it something that could be made up with uh, the air conditioning system bringing in, bringing in outside fresh air, or is it an issue with uh, the panel? It, it uh, is not an issue with the panels. It is it is strictly sealing the house up so tight that it's not breathable. So you're stuck with just the air conditioning system taking care of uh, bringing in fresh air. Uh-huh. Uh, that, that is it. If we made the decision to go with the SIPs, any preferable roofing product, metal, shingles? You know— Ventilated, non-ventilated. Whether whether it's whether it's that type of building or you know, just a regular residential building, I got to be honest. I really do like the metal roofs. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they look good, they last well, and they take storms better than a traditional shingle roof will. So if I was build if I was building my dream home, it would have a metal roof on it. Any recommendations as far as the most economical type of standing seam appearing roof material? Take a look at uh, Mueller Metal Buildings. Yes, sir. They have a, a line of metal roofs that uh, look really great and hold up extremely well. Okay. And... And one um, advantage that you will have, you know, because you're talking you're talking about using those panels you're looking at using. Right. Uh, one advantage to that, because a lot of metal roofs, they'll they'll put strips down and then put the roof on top of that. By putting it down on a solid surface like you would have up there, when hail hits it or anything like that, it makes it that much harder to dent it. Oh, and, yeah. So it, it makes the roof that much stronger. So, th- yeah, I would take a look at those Mueller metal building. Uh, the... Um, if you look into problems and, 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 and personal experience on the Internet, people up around Juneau, Alaska, which is in a different world entirely, right. had problems with the um, keeping the water out from between the roofing material and the top layer of OSB and the OSB rotting out. Right. That's not a concern here. Not if not if the roof is done right. Okay. I mean, realistically, the way it should be done uh, is felt paper goes down first, the metal roof goes on over it, and when you get into some areas, they skip that step. And so any moisture that can get underneath that metal roof, because it can happen, uh, and it, up in Alaska what can happen is it can sweat under it during certain times of the year. That can cause a huge issue. 
In Alaska, though, what causes their bigger problem isn't so much the moisture that gets underneath, it's the ice that gets underneath there. And then as it thaws, oh. that's when they get the wood rot. Thank you so very much. You've been a huge help. All righty. You take care. And, hey, good luck with that new house. Appreciate you. Bye. 713-212-5874. And, yeah, different building materials for different parts of the country. Uh, we can't use the same thing everywhere. Got to keep that in mind. Welcome back to Texas Home Improvement, your total home improvement source. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is being made possible by America's Choice Windows, where you can get 10 windows for just $36.80. 713-212-5874. That's the number to call any home improvement question you have. 713-212-5874. Ron and Cypress, welcome to KTRH. What can I do for you? Got a question about your electric tankless water heater. What okay. was the impact on your electric bill when you made the change? You know, actually, I didn't see any impact. Uh, it probably dropped just a little bit. It definitely did not go up, and that's a concern for a lot of people when they go to the the electric. Is They're concerned that it's going to go higher, but yep. definitely did not go higher. Do you and, remember uh, what the cost changed over? Well, since I did it myself... Uh, it wasn't all that ungodly much, but I will tell you the unit itself was uh, about $1,200. Not bad. And I had a, an electric line run because a tank water heater doesn't use as much electricity coming to it as a tankless does. The big right. difference is the tankless is only on when you're using hot water. And so I had to have r lines run for that tankless water heater that was where the expense was but even that because I, it was near my breaker panel didn't have to do a whole lot with it i think i spent 350 dollars on that and then I, I did the install myself with because my and truthfully my master plumber said ah you can't put it in i'll have to come out and do it for you and and i had a conference call with with all my managers and uh while i was on the conference call we had a, about a 30-minute break. I went upstairs, installed the water heater, came back down, still in my white shirt and everything. And they said, well, when do you want us to come out and put that water heater in for you? I said, I've already done it. I did it while we were on the break. Thank you. You answered my question. Okay. Have a take, great one. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah. What, let's face it. Water heaters are not complicated to install water goes in water comes back out you got to have the electrical hooked up that's it it's not that difficult um, you know a lot of times when people are looking at buying houses and stuff we make a bigger deal out of the water heaters than we need to now if i was buying a house and the water heater was out you bet i'm going to try to get a discount on it but i would never let a water heater keep me from buying a house they're just not that big a deal 713-212-5874. Ozzy, this is Jim. How can I help you? Hi, Jim. Hey, this is uh, a very simple question probably for you. Okay. Uh, first time caller. Uh, it's a concrete question. Um, I have a 35-year-old house, a lot of concrete, uh, deep driveway uh, surrounds the, the slab. I'm getting some cracking uh, on the patio and deep in the driveway. And uh, I know I don't need to replace it at this time, but uh, uh, wanted to, to get uh, your thought on on, on uh, filling in the holes, or which are probably the biggest, are probably an inch thick, you know. And um, whether what would you re recommend, acrylic or concrete, to fill it in? The the gaps are an inch thick. Yes. Now, is that where the expansion joints were? No, not not at the expansion joints. I do have probably since it's so much concrete. I probably have maybe seven expansion joints uh, okay. along the driveway and and along the patio. But also, 
something else to, to prevent the foundation from uh, getting too wet and uh, having some foundation problems in the future. Well, let, let me start. I, I got to ask again, the cracks in the concrete are an inch wide. The biggest. Some of them are probably in half. Most of them are very small. Okay, and that's only in the patio and driveway, correct? Uh, uh, on the driveway, very uh, deep portion of, of the driveway towards the garage. Okay, and the reason I keep asking that, that tells me that either one, you don't have reinforcing in the concrete, or two, the reinforcing has gone bad. All concrete cracks by nature. Steel is in it to hold it together when it does crack. And, Ozzy, I, I hate like heck to do this to you, but i got to take a break for news, traffic, and weather. Can I put you on hold and come back to you? Certainly. All right. We'll be back with more Texas Home Improvement, 713-212-5874. There are two food groups in Jim Dutton's diet, steak and dishonest contractors. Here's more with Jim on Texas Home Improvement. Well, if you got a home improvement question, 713-212-5874 is the number to call. More Plumbing Supplies Bath and Kitchen Showplace is taking care of this portion of Texas Home Improvement. You need to go beyond the box stores. You need to check out more plumbing supplies, bath, and kitchen showplace. To find a location near you, go to bkshowplace.com. All righty. When we left, I was talking with Ozzy, and Ozzy's got some concrete that's getting some pretty good-sized cracks in it. And I was talking about all concrete cracks. The fact that the cracks are opening up a half inch to an inch wide means the reinforcing has either broken or, or is not there at all from when the concrete was originally poured. Uh, are you seeing this on the house slab as well, Ozzy? Uh, no, I'm not. Uh, okay. I am seeing some movement on the on the slab, uh, which there we have trees as well. Sure. So, you know, my question is, it's not really more so on the repair, but that is part of it. But uh, what I've seen on, in parking lots and commercial parking lots is uh, they'll have uh, some kind of commercial... Uh, uh, product that that is in between the joints, right? But I've never seen anything in between the joints, in between the like. For example, what I'm trying to prevent is water getting into my slab uh, from the driveway side that's connected to the to the to the slab. <clears throat> okay, uh, they do make some rubber materials that you can put in there. Quickcrete actually makes some. Uh, you can check out at. Uh, Ace Hardware or one of the box stores, uh, the products that they have. But it, it comes in a large tube, like a caulking gun type tube, and you can literally inject it into it, and it'll set up. It'll be a little bit soft, you know, a little uh, elasticity to it. So okay. as the concrete expands and contracts and stuff, it doesn't break the seals right away. Uh, but as the concrete ages and, and continues to crack and pull apart, it will eventually, obviously, pull apart as well. Yes, there's no doubt. But, yeah, that's definitely a way to do it. Now, on the expansion joints themselves, there there are other products that you can use uh, that come in a, in a roll that basically you get the wood, the old wood, out of the way, and this rubber uh, trim piece can go down into the expansion expansion joint is called trim a slab and it's trim for expansion. Slab, okay. yeah trim a slab it's for expansion joint repair just to replace the old wood and stuff that's in there it comes in a roll uh i don't know of any stores that you can get it at but the the phone number is 832-618-3726 okay or you can go to trim a slab.com Okay. Well, very good. As far as uh, the, uh, any product, I've, I've never seen this, but do homeowners really protect uh, their their slab by uh, putting any product in between their driveway and the, and the slab? Usually not, because the amount okay. of water that gets in there, unless you've got downspouts that are dumping water right there or something, uh, or running water, you know, the driveway sloping towards the house slab, something along that line, 
it's usually not an issue. Because you got to remember, what causes most foundation problems, the soils, when they dry out, they shrink. When they get wet, they'll expand again, but not quite as much as they were. So in order to avoid foundation problems, we have to keep our soil moist and keep it expanded. The trees that you mentioned a, a minute ago, they take out a tremendous amount of moisture. If the trees were planted after the house was built or during the building process, you can root shield those, and that will allow the moisture to build back up and help minimize you know, any future movement that you have on the foundation as well. Okay, great. Well, I've listened to your show before. You talk about protecting your foundation, and, and you're an expert on that. So I, I do have down spots, but they have... Uh, uh, they they pour away from the from this lab, and uh, but uh, was just trying to prevent any further any yep. shifting in this lab. Okay. But trim a slab and then the quickrete for the uh, for the cracks. Yep. Thanks so much, Jim. Appreciate you your help. Take care. Now now make sure you're looking for the caulking gun stuff, not not just regular quickrete concrete. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. You bet. Bye bye. Bye bye. And let's see here. We're gonna. Noble, welcome to KTRH. Yes, sir. How are you doing today? Doing wonderful. How about you? Oh, I'm just doing great. I'm out here in Angleton uh, doing a roofing job. So <laughs> I'm a ah. contractor. I, I heard you call. I heard your caller call in a while ago. I just, I'm, uh, I just, just a little bit of what we do on on our metal roofs. He was talking about water. Uh, I think y'all were talking about preventing. I caught the tail end was preventing water from coming in. Well, he he was saying he was looking at using a uh, the panels, you know, where you've got the uh, the par- particle board on both sides and the foam in the middle to build a house. Uh huh. And he was saying up in Alaska they've had some issues getting moisture under the me- under the metal roofs and causing that wood to rot. Well, that's caused from the ice that gets underneath and expands, and then when it dry, you know, when it heats up and melts, it rots right. the wood, but. Uh, down here, I was telling them that you know normally you're going to put your felt paper down and all that stuff first to weatherproof it, then put your roof on top of that. Uh, you really shouldn't be having those kind of issues. Well, that's true. Uh, now, I'll tell you something that I do uh, as a builder um, uh, on metal roofs because metal roofs, once you put that metal roof on, uh, I know so many years ago when I first kind of got in this business, um, I had a guy I thought was pretty wise and you know he uh, said man he said you have got to be so careful because once you put metal or an or a back then we sold a lot of aluminum shake roofs we don't sell mm-hmm. many of those anymore but uh, but he said once you put those on it hides everything and and it and if you get a leak the first thing you'll notice when your sheetrock caves in on you yep yep <laughs> but so what we do to, pre- to prevent a chance for that I use ice and water shields Yep. Uh, on all my metal roofs, and that is just a tremendous prevention for for moisture coming in. Well, that does good for sealing up where your screw holes go as well, then. Yes, it does. I mean, you, you'll get an excellent, on a metal roof, I always uh, uh, use the uh, ice and water shield. Just, just a, and again, just a, I'm not, <laughs> you're, the, you're the professional, I'm just calling in to suggest that's what we do on our metal roofs. And sure. It's, it's just a nice precaution. It's a little... It's a little uh, makes it job a little more costlier, but let me tell you, what is it? An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, love your show. You do a Thank great you. job. Noble, you take care. Thank you. And now a man whose toolbox has his own zip code, Jim Dutton on Texas Home Improvement. There's something going down in the little town. South of Round Rock, Texas. They greet you with a smile like it's going nonstop. South of Round Rock, Texas. Welcome back to Texas Home Improvement. This portion is being made possible by Sunburst Shutters. You just won't find better shutters for your home than Sunburst Shutters. You got to check them out. Go to sunburstshutters.com. All right, 713 212. Five eight seven four. Let's talk with Darla in Liberty. How are you today? Hi, I'm fine. How are you? Just fine. Um, you were talking to a gentleman a little while ago, um, in regards to SIPS panels. Yes. And we are wanting to build, and we live in Liberty County. I am having an incredibly difficult time finding a builder 
who builds with SIPs in our area. You will. <laughs> How do you have any any assistance you may can offer? I got to be honest. Make- I I don't know anybody who builds with them. Most of the time, the people that I've talked with that have built with it have been involved and done all the hiring direct themselves. Like through like owner builder and that kind of yep. thing. Yeah, the, I just don't know of any contractors are using it because there's just not enough norm, not enough market out there for them at this time. And see, that's the funny thing for me is that it's so energy efficient. Yep. I, I in green, I don't understand how there couldn't be more people using it. Well, because track track builders do the majority of the building, right? And it will cost them three dollars more to do it. There, you know, I, I had a big thing last week and the week before uh, with builders because over over pipes in the wall, mm-hmm. uh, the the expansion of hot water pipes when you run hot water through them, and it makes a clicking noise. Well, that means something was put in too tight, or they didn't use the grommets. They don't use the grommets because it adds, you know, three cents per grommet, and that adds to the cost of the house, and they can't sell the house then. And, oh, my God, the economy's going to collapse over building it right. Right. And, and okay. that's that's the mentality, though, of track home builders. Now, when you deal with custom builders, they don't get into that. They'll, they, they know they can charge the extra charges to, to do it right, but... And and that's what we went to today. We went to a quote custom home builder. Yeah. And I said your version of custom home and mine are not the same. Mine is custom. I want this in my home. Yeah. You're telling me here's custom. You can have any one of these twelve tiles, any one of these yep. ten cabinets. I'm like, no, that's not what I want because anything else I want is an upgrade to them. Yep. And I'm like, no, that's that's not going to work. A true <laughs> custom builder is someone who builds probably two, three houses at a time that, right. at tops. That's it. Most custom builders build one. And, uh, you know, they're working off your blueprints, so it's a unique home to you only. Right. And those people are building 500 to a million dollar plus homes. Yeah. And my pocketbook doesn't reach that far. Yeah. So. <laughs> and I, I understand. I, I couldn't afford it myself. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate your information and your uh, your input. All right. You take care. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Again, you know, there's a lot of different home builders out there. A lot of them do things different ways. And unfortunately, they're all, it's all down to they want to do whatever's cheapest to get it onto market quickest for you. doesn't mean it's the best house for you. It just means it's the cheapest way they could get it out to you. Look at the way the homes build. Am I telling you not to buy them that way? Absolutely not. I'm simply telling you, take a good, serious look at what you're getting. There's a difference between houses that are built with 2x4s on 16-inch centers and 2x4s on 20- or 24-inch centers. Roof rafters that are 24 inches apart versus 16. All that stuff makes a difference to me. Plywood versus particle board. It just all plays into the cost. Let's head down to Bayou Vista. Carol, how are you today? Hi, how are you doing today? Just fine. Well, I have an issue. My daughter is looking at a foreclosure in Houston, and on the uh, disclosure, it says signs of foundation issues. Okay. Well, went over and looked at it yesterday, and obviously you can tell there is something going on. We didn't have total access to the inside. But the main question is, and I did tell her before you go forward with this, make sure you call Due West and have them come check it out. I've already told her that. But this is the question. In in front of the garage, which is uh, it's a two, it's a townhome, like a patio home, townhome, with a double garage, and in front of each garage door, the driveway is sort of heaved up, uh-huh. and there's two old concrete patches. Okay. And a patch on the right of that on the brick wall. Yep. Now, the question is this. When they seeing those patches, it looks like, hey, there looked like there was foundation repair, and it failed. But would they put those patches there just to see what the issue was and not repair it? No. 
the, so, the patches are so, about two foot by two foot square, correct? Yes. Yes, yeah, and no. very poorly patched. Yeah, when those are <laughs> when you see those, that's a true sign it's had foundation work done. Okay, that's what I told her. If it's had foundation work and that's failed, walk away. And not necessarily. Get it checked anyways, uh, because depending on who did it, it may mm-hmm. be something that can be adjusted and made better. So okay. I wouldn't necessarily just walk away. Uh, at least have it checked out. Okay. Uh, I mean, she's a teacher, and, and it's a good yeah. deal, and it's a foreclosure. Um, and I did see through the window, I could see a wall crack. Mm, yeah. You know, yeah. It definitely and, has uh, movement. Now, if it's a foreclosure, you're probably going to find there's other issues besides just the foundation. So oh, definitely absolutely. have that a good inspection there. You know, yeah. that kind of stuff doesn't scare us because we've had rent houses, but foundation does Abs- Absolutely. Me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, thank Take you care, so Carol. very much. You bet. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, I want to thank everybody for listening to Texas Home Improvement this week. Don't forget, check out our website, thipro.com. There you find links to all our sponsors, people who can truly help you out with your programs, where we're going to be, when we're going to be, and, you know, just all the upcoming events. And, again, thanks for listening to Texas Home Improvement. Have a great week, and I'll talk to you again next weekend right here on 740 KTRH.